Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you some Keyforge news. <clears throat> this is a little late because I was out when this came up. I'm really excited about it. Ghost Galaxy has officially responded to community feedback response about the new formats. And they've changed some things. You've probably heard about some of this before, but I want to walk you through it. Give you some of my thoughts about it. And I have to say, I'm just overall really impressed because I could not believe reading this article uh, when it came out, just how long it is. It's so long and it's very detailed. And from the perspective of somebody who's been in these types of communities before, who's played uh, Fantasy Flight games games before and dealt with a lack of communication, to me, this is huge. That Ghost Galaxy is coming out here, really, it seems to me like they're just putting all their cards on the table, explaining their thinking, explaining their goals. And, yeah, it's just, it's so much. Uh, and it's what every, every publisher should be doing. Every publisher should be communicating like this, clearly, with their players, and getting past the... I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, I think I do know what it is. Uh, companies bug me because they don't like to just come out and say what is really going on. And oftentimes, in my experience, it is the case that a company will have a perfectly reasonable thing to say, a perfectly reasonable explanation for whatever whatever it is that people are upset about. And will choose not to just clearly say it because they're worried about the reception or <clears throat> what if we say too much? I don't know what it is exactly. I guess I said I don't know. I do know. I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's just fear about communicating clearly. And so they don't. And the inevitable result is that people get frustrated lose trust and fill in the gaps because that's what humans do we uh, we're pattern matchers and we will fill in gaps where information is not provided anyway ghost galaxy is uh, in this case anyway I think not falling into that trap they are just putting information out for us and doing a great job of it so with that I guess glowing praise out of the way uh, let's dig into it so I like how they framed this. They they framed it even thematically as, you know, Deese is coming out. Oh, everybody's been getting along. This is just terrible. But, hey, don't worry. It can't last forever. And when the confusion comes, the the disc creatures, they, they come out ready to feast on the anguish. Um, so they start out just going rehashing some of the things that they already communicated before but they're saying no please believe us here like this stuff is preliminary they're going to get feedback there they might change it um and then even the documentation of exactly how this is going to work is still forthcoming um now this actually i i, I certainly hadn't understood this this clearly before they're actually going to let when they give prize support and whatnot to your local store, your local store can run whatever events they want. And so the 
the um, it's going to be Ghost Galaxy run events that are going to have whatever formats, however they end up landing after all the testing and feedback. Uh, but local events could you could run adaptive if you want, um, or you could run sealed auction if you want. It's it's up to you. It is, a, uh, except for official store championships, those will have the tournament guidelines, but everything else is pretty wide open, and they will even be giving good prize support for those. So there should be a pretty wide range of Keyforge formats available to play. I mean, for goodness sake, it sounds from, from the way they said it here, like if your local store wanted to run an event as, you know, dra a cube draft, uh, you could do that. So, and GG would be happy to have prize support to you. Your store probably doesn't want to run a cube draft because uh, they want to sell you decks, <laughs> but uh, that's no worse than Archon. Uh, okay, and <clears throat> oh, and they confirmed, yeah, they're they're going to be selling full Keyforge decks. They're not going to be doing this like uh, a house pod pack that people were theorizing about. So, okay, um, now. They talked a little bit then about, in this big picture section, about uh, their their perspective on how to grow the game going forward. And they divided players pretty clearly into three groups. Uh, current players, new players, and then lapsed players. And they say in here that for every new player, there are... 30 more than <clears throat> for every uh, for every current player there are more than 30 lapsed players that's really interesting and and I, I'm sure that does inform their perspective they're they're looking at how do we get those people back and um, yeah I get it although I a friend pointed out and I think correctly so that uh, pandemic stuff didn't help but also, um, lack of follow-through on FFG's part also contributed to lapsed players. I remember uh, Rachel Trimble, who was a really prominent player, ended up dropping out in large part because uh, she never got the prize support that, that she w was due as part of her winning So and had some hassle with that. Um, now, that's just based on her side of it. I don't know what FFG's side of it was, but... Um, you know, we lost a member of the community because of how that played out. So I think, um, you know, formats are not the only consideration here. I think Ghost Galaxy is really going to have to follow through on their commitments and, and earn people's trust. But, um, but they certainly seem to think that it's at least part of it. So, um, yeah, this was an interesting section. Good to get their thoughts there. All right, and then um, then they address some more specific concerns that people have about Alliance. And uh, they talk about some of the problems they think it solves, um, that it makes a, a deck that might you might, on the face of it, just consider a bad one, gives it some other possibilities at life. Um, they're hoping this will shake up the way that 
decks are evaluated. They didn't say anything about the second market here, but I wonder to some extent if they are. And, it, and if you buy and sell Keyforge decks, then certainly you've noticed a, a pretty substantial shakeup in <clears throat> the way I, I got <laughs> some people very excited to buy it now, a couple of decks that had just been sitting there for sale for a long time. And I had to tell them no because... Uh, because they were great alliance decks. Um, and yeah, and then there is the possibility that a new deck, even if the deck isn't something you play on its own, might make your overall collection more valuable and exciting. And um, and it gives you a little more agency. But uh, I mean, we were playing around on, on the ABR, on Ancient Bear Republic, with putting together, you know, really great... Uh, alliance decks and there's some really amazing things you can do but uh, we made the comment that you still can't have it all because you're not actually constructing you still have to deal with you know these house pods that were put together by the deck building algorithm so um, let's see this is interesting they did a data model on uh, the millions and millions of decks that have been made for Keyforge. Um, and they found that less than 100 alliance matchups could be identical. So it's uh, there are fewer than, I guess, fewer than 100 possible alliance decks that could be duplicated with just a, a different house pod, uh, three, you know, three other house pods that would have the same list of cards. So that's pretty cool. All right, so um, all right. Then they mention that we're doing a restricted list now. Restricted lists are not a new idea in card games, but uh, it is new to Keyforge because it wouldn't have made sense before. And the restricted list is going to be a list of cards that uh, of which there can be no more than one in a in an alliance deck so for example i imagine that library access and uh key abduction might end up on the restricted list well if that's true then that would mean that if you have a deck if, if you have a house pod with library access and you have another house pod with uh key abduction you can't you can't put them together into an alliance deck. It would also mean that if you had a Maverick library access, you could not put the normal Logos library access together with, say, a Mars library access and <clears throat> have both of those in the same alliance deck because you can only have one, one card total from the restricted list. The cool thing is they are ignoring those limitations if all three pods are from the same Archon deck. So uh, if you have a double Martian Generosity key abduction deck, uh, you can bring that as long as it's the whole deck and not uh, and not constructed uh, via the Alliance rules. So if all three house pods are this, from the same deck, if you just brought a deck, you're good. You ignore the restricted list. That's pretty cool, and I think that might mean that there are some Archon decks out there that that would that could probably ha run the table. 
uh, or at least have a have a strong chance. Um, now, just to be just to be clear, we don't actually have the restricted list yet. We're still waiting for that. But I have definitely some speculation, and if if uh, cards like Library Access and Martian Generosity aren't on it, I will be I'll be shocked. But uh, but we do not, don't have that yet, so I don't want to give you the impression that I that I've seen it or read it or anything like that. I definitely haven't. Um, <clears throat> on the Help from Future Self podcast, Christian Peterson and Michael Hurley each made. Uh, well, Michael Hurley said he had an inner sanctum of advisors that he listens to. And um, Christian said he has an inner Mars, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, but I'm not in either of them. So, uh, yeah, no no special knowledge here. And then um, the other thing that is really interesting is that they, uh, they announced, where is that? Um, I'm trying to find out exactly where, they must have mentioned it up here and I'm just not seeing it right now. Um, the interesting thing is they are requiring that all three pods, all three house pods be from the same uh, set. So that means that you could not take a library access deck from Call of the Archons and mix it with a Martian Generosity deck from uh, Age of Ascension. Now you could, you could uh have for example a legacy library access and use that with aoa you know if you have a library access in uh in dark tidings for example you could bring that in and and mix that with uh other house pods from dark tidings uh, again subject to the restricted list but um you cannot mix and match sets which i think i think that will actually prevent a lot of the crazy brokenness and uh yeah that'll be good okay um so that's i think all the news about alliance now they're keeping sealed alliance as well which i'm really happy about but um they're dropping archon away from the best of one triad and back to just a straight up bring one deck and play it format um, I was really excited about the triad best of one way to do it. So I'm sad that they dropped back here, um, except I know some people were really worried about it. So I think that's fine. Um, so yeah, it'll just be bring one deck Archon and they're also doing, uh, they're also doing what they're calling Archon sealed. So they'll now have actually two sealed formats, Alliance sealed and Archon Sealed. And in Archon Sealed, they've dropped it from the old open three decks, pick one, to just you open a deck and play it, which that means that's going to be a really swingy, uh, that's going to be a really swingy event. There's going to be some people that open a terrible deck and are stuck with it. Um, but they're opting in, so I guess that's okay. On the other side, um, in, in Alliance Sealed, you get to open up two decks and uh, pick three house pods to include. So um, I think that'll be great. And I am guessing the restricted list won't apply there, but I could be wrong. Okay, so then they kind of just address the idea of um, the idea of other formats that people want. And there's a lot that I like. Um, 
a, a lot of other formats that I like. I, I think Keyforge is fun in, in a huge variety of formats, but um, they say, well, these are just the ones we're going to be supporting. We want to make sure people can show up and do it. And I really do suspect that, um, I, I really do suspect that a lot of people are thinking of these high level formats as being like the only formats that will be available but they've already said no you're at your local store you can do whatever you want so um so really what we're talking about is the formats that are going to be supported at really high level events and i think that's pretty reasonable so um yeah so okay here's a good summary so archon is now single deck um, they've added Archon Sealed, that's just open a deck, play it, and um, the Alliance format, you have to construct from the same Keyforge set, and they're also going to be publishing a restricted list. Um, so yeah, I think those are really reasonable changes. Again, I, I was excited about the Triad Best of One, but that's okay. Um, and I am planning on doing Alliance, uh, both Sealed and um, a straight up alliance at the Keyforge celebration. So maybe I'll see you in one of those. Um, let me just really quick go over the numbers here. I love um, the event page is, is pretty well done. And <clears throat> it's crazy to me to think, you know, there's these events I'm signing up for, but then uh, they also will have the, the Unchained Duels and the Kirak and Invictus going on. And I'm pretty excited about those too. So um, seems seems awesome. Um, Archon Sealed currently, as of October 18th, has 10 people signed up, um, and, uh, Alliance Sealed has 91. So, I think, like, I think that kind of shows where the community's at with that, or at least certainly the people that are, that are, um, willing and able to make it to a high level event like this you have you have people uh mostly signing up for the sealed alliance um or the alliance sealed so i meant to say that uh and heck you get two decks so that's pretty cool <clears throat> um on the archon side though it definitely seems like right now there's more interest in Archon, although the overall numbers, if you think about Sealed, there were 101 people signed up. Here, there are just fewer total. So we have 49 signed up for the uh, single Archon event, and 23 signed up for the Alliance tournament. So um, <clears throat> now that leaves about 25 people, um, a little more than that actually left over, that have signed up for sealed and not signed up for a for an archon or for a bring a deck event and so we'll have to we'll have to see if maybe those people are just not interested in either format <clears throat> maybe they can't be there on saturday uh who knows but i'll be interested to see if it's po it seems to me like it's possible that some of these folks are waiting and considering um, and that's fine too. That's great. So, um, but at least it's fair to say based on the signups that there are more people interested in the Alliance event than there are interested in the Archon Sealed event, just, just based on the numbers. 
Uh, okay, and then the last bit of the last little thing here I'll mention is that um, they also published today news that the Keyforge adventures should be available in stores. So they have the Rise of the Key Rack, and that was the first one that came out, and then the Abyssal Conspiracy. And it is, it's really interesting because, uh, you know, FFG published, they made these available for free, which was a really great thing to do. Um, and I think Ghost Galaxy just printing them, uh, printing them and shipping them shows the the benefits of their their printing approach because um, for FFG I think they probably would have liked to sell these but they couldn't because their distribution their not distribution but their uh, logistics pipeline was so messed up by COVID and um, while I'm sure that's just having less of an effect right now still it just seems like uh, Ghost Galaxy is able to to move a little quicker on some things so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, all right, so I, it's exciting. It's good stuff, and I hope that you're excited about the really the responsiveness of Ghost Galaxy is the thing I'm most excited about, and then I'm also excited about these formats and about the new set, um, and I'm excited to get to play with people in person in um, in Minnesota, and I hope I'll see some of you of you there. So thanks, and uh, get out there and forge some keys.